0: Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight.
1: Well, I tell you, I think this is probably one of the coolest places I've done a podcast. Yes, um, it's a beautiful day. We're under the shade on a playground. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't. And we're talking with Aaron Snell, who is the director, the executive director of Charting Careers. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for coming out to the playground. <laughs> Trotting careers, we know about it. Mm-hmm. We've heard about it and everything else. Now, in a nutshell, cutting it down to the bone, it is a mentoring program that is helping kids that need the help to be mentored, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in, in the most basic sense. Yep. And where did it all start?
2: It started originally as a program underneath the Box of Rain nonprofit.
1: Okay, um, which is now morphed over into the Annapolis Maritime exactly, Museum and part. Exactly,
2: exactly. So there's a long history of partnership between the um, Annapolis Maritime Museum and Charting Careers. And so originally we started off as the year-round support for many of the students who are in the Box of Rain summer camp and Build-A-Boat program. And when the executive director was retiring, the maritime programming became a part and merged with Maritime Museum, and Charting Careers became its own nonprofit.
1: Okay. Now, how did you get into the nonprofit world? What's your um, What's your story?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I grew up um, in the Dallas, Texas area and went to school in Austin, Texas. You still have a
1: little bit of the twang. A little can, bit can, of can, a y'all comes, comes it. out
2: sometimes. <laughs> um, and while I was in college, I did AmeriCorps and worked with elementary school students and really loved um, helping teach kids how to read. And then got interested in Teach for America and went and did teaching in rural North Carolina. And um, taught there cool. for a few years. Very
1: cool. Well, yep. certainly we have a need yes. for charting careers here in Anne Arundel County and in, in Annapolis in particular um, I, I mean I know I just spoke with Romy Pittman who is establishing a new village academy which is a high school for the kids that are capable that have pretty much checked out of traditional mm-hmm. education yep. and in today's world it just seems so easy to check out of pretty much anything mm-hmm. and there are you know, we're a school district of 88,000 students or whatever it is, at the latest mm-hmm. thing. But uh, there are some cracks, and it's easy mm-hmm. to fall through. Yeah. And that's why we count the blessings that we have organizations uh, like Charting Careers. I've always been saying that it doesn't take a lot to send a kid or an adult or anything on their way. Not a lot of effort. I'm, I sit on the signature board at Annapolis High. and oh, awesome. We do a lot of networking and stuff like that with yeah. the, the older kids and stuff like that. And my One thing I always tell them, I said, very few people will outright refuse to help you. Mm -hmm. There are very few of them. Now, I'm not going to move, you know, the sun and the earth for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's all based on my time and everything else I get. But, you know, if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, does anybody here know, like, know, Erin? Well, Mm -hmm. I don't know her that well, but hey, I've got her email address and I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to pass it on to them. And most people will do that. And that's something that I think a lot of kids don't get. They don't understand that, you know, they there are people that are willing to mentor them and that is a mentorship. I mean it's not a full Absolutely. I'm holding your hand through everything. Right. But it's something that will help them get ahead. You know, so it doesn't take a whole lot. And now you guys follow students from
2: second grade all the way through elementary middle high school to and through college and career with this idea that each young person it takes a village and that we're here to be this help build a support network with families and the community and the young person around them
1: so second grade is where you start
2: we do Yep. it's
1: kind of it's kind of funny because uh i was talking to joanne Mattson and she kicks yes. them all out in second grade
2: yeah she is <laughs> wonderful and she's a great partner Sarah's a great partner of ours too and um we have we have there's such a need for reading tutoring as STAIR well knows and as we know and also we've been trying to work on a referral process so as students are graduating from second grade with STAIR that they have that option of joining turning careers for third grade and up as well.
1: Now tell me about the program. What does a student go through when they get into starting careers?
2: Absolutely. Well, in second grade in elementary school, it's twice a week after school programming in partnership with the Maritime Museum. So they get to go to the Annapolis Maritime Museum Park location and hike and get to kayak with the Maritime Museum staff. And then we provide a lot of the social, emotional, academic support for students. Um, and then when they, a lot of that, our academic support in elementary school is reading, tutoring, and helping them discover that joy of reading because it is so foundational for the rest of their life. And then in middle school, they still come after school, but we work to match them with a one-to-one mentor and keep building in those those neat opportunities to explore the world, so field trips, college visits. And then in high school, we go into Annapolis High School during the day and do more of that college and career readiness, social-emotional support, so that they're ready to launch um, when they go off to college or t- trades or career.
1: Well, I met one of your uh, your. Co-workers, Lily. Oh, Lily, she's Annapolis, wonderful. <laughs> uh, Naples signature program there, but and I and I did see the wonderful um, photographs of your excellent field trip to Washington D.C. I think yes, it was uh, last yeah. uh, probably over the summer, maybe it, last late spring. Something.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. Remember um, now. Yep.
1: Yeah, but does it get a little bit more intense as they get a little bit older? I mean, uh,
2: it does, and I think what makes us different too is the family support piece. And so, as for many students, what might be a barrier is related; could be related to systemic racism or other ba- you know troubles that are in the community. And sometimes families just need a little bit of help, or they don't have that village of support already. So we do a lot of connecting parents with. Food resources. If they're having housing insecurity, we assist with that. Um, sometimes it might be that a family is really struggling with mental health, and so we help connect with mental health services. And so that piece, I think, is really, really critical.
1: There are so many external sources that can affect a love of learning yeah. and a, a desire to succeed, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of them can be just overcome with a little bit of help. I know yep. that uh, somebody had told me one time that Annapolis High that there was a high preponderance of the. Latino parents mm-hmm. that had never stepped foot in the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that may be with documentation. Part mm-hmm. of that may be a fear of, oh, it's the government, which right. they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of it, they said, is just a language barrier. And right. again, it's we have the resources here. We'll, we want to help you because right. we want to see your child. Uh, go through and succeed and and move on to whatever it may be, whether it be through the military, the trades or or college or anything like that.
2: I think you make a really good point. I just wanted to piggyback off of that too, just about the trust building though, because I think so many, for so many kids and families, it's about having trusted adults. So the more you can help build those relationships and foster those bonds, and the more comfortable kids and families will be being vulnerable or saying they might need help. Because it's hard to ask for help if you don't know somebody that well sometimes now,
1: now your your tutors and your mentors mm-hmm. that are working with charting careers they are working with the family so if little timmy's at home or mary's at home and she's struggling or maybe there's something going on that mm-hmm. nobody knows about right uh can that parent call their mentor and say hey this is what i'm seeing because an awful lot of times some aspect of their life is seen but it's not necessarily known right. about but it doesn't impacting
2: Typically, the more family support piece comes from our staff because that's a lot for a volunteer Mm -hmm. to handle. And so, but a a tutor or a volunteer might say, I've noticed a student really wants to play soccer and might not have soccer shoes. And so then we would be the one to reach out to the family and say, hey, does that young person need some help getting their soccer shoes? Because we see that as helping them on their path um, to explore those interests.
1: So this is is everywhere. I mean, you're not, it's not specifically just... Reading, writing, and arithmetic. Mm-hmm. Okay, get get you into college or you know get you into so a job. The whole and move person
2: on. wellness for the whole person, the family, and the community.
1: How does a student get involved in this? There are plenty of students in the area that are living, and and I don't want to pigeonhole anything. The turning careers, that they may be living in subsidized or mm-hmm. public housing, that are sitting there. You know, I'm better than this. Mm-hmm. This is this is not where I'm going to be, and you know whether that be in five years or ten years or right. twenty years. I mean, can a student come and enroll with Charting Careers, or is it really sort of a... They
2: can, and most of our students, we recruit a lot of whole family units, so a lot of times our new students are the siblings or cousins of our existing students, but we also have staff who are leaders who live in a lot of the neighborhoods where our students live, and they help recruit families, and they actually do. So we have that whole longitudinal wraparound model, Of support, but then we also have these neighborhood leaders called community impact specialists who are doing support, goal setting, resource connections for families and neighborhoods, and so they do a lot of referring of new students for us.
1: And you know, that's your your boots on the ground. Yes, people people that are in there. What areas do you serve? I mean, I know we're centric to Annapolis. Yep. Uh, are you primarily with the Annapolis Cluster? or are you- We are.
2: We're just with the Annapolis Cluster right now. Okay, There's so, so much need just within Annapolis that we decided to really focus and just do as much as we can right here.
1: How big is the organization?
2: Um, in terms of staff or students or? Well, Yeah. <laughs> All of it? Okay. Um, well, we have grown dramatically because there's been so much need. And so, before when we first started, there were maybe two of us part time staff, or now up to about 14 staff people. Some are more full time, some are part time. Um, We serve about um, 70 students in our wraparound support program, and then their caregivers, which is about 30. Um, And then through that neighborhood program, we're serving around another 100 individuals. And then we've started doing career days. So many kids need to be able to see themselves and the leaders in the community and to be able to imagine a future for themselves. So we're starting to do career days like last year and this coming year at Annapolis Middle for all of the seventh graders. Um, doing those. You know,
1: I think that's really important too. And then, uh, you know, again, without trying to pigeonhole, but you look into a African-American community and I, I don't want to get into politics, but I mean, we do have some very capable, very good politicians, both from Governor Moore all the way down to County Executive Fidman and down to Mayor Buckley. I mean, we're, we're starting to realize that everything around us needs to reflect the community in which we Absolutely. live in. And I think it's just got to be such a a huge boost to a child's self-esteem to go into City Hall and see Will Rowell as the assistant to the mayor, or your new superintendent,
2: or, or to see oh, <laughs> oh my God. Dr. Madell yep. is, is
1: awesome. awesome. I spoke mm-hmm. with him probably four or five months ago, and I, I just left. And, this dude is amazing. He is. He is. Uh, and thank mm-hmm. God he didn't go to the state. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know (laughs) We're not done with you yet. He's going to do
2: great things here. He already is, but I'm I'm very excited and hopeful about what he's going to do. Well,
1: he has. I mean, he's got the, uh, and I I can't remember, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the program that he's got where he's got volunteers that come in and and are just there with the the kids in high school. Be present. Be present. Hashtag be present. Hashtag be present. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, But, you know, but for a child of any age, whether that be a, a kindergarten to, you know, a, you know, a senior in high school or beyond to sit there and say, I mean, you know, I mean, we did this thing with Barack Obama when he was mm-hmm. president too. I mean, you know, that whole, uh, you know, anybody can grow up to be president. Mm-hmm. Okay. The reality is, is, that very few of us are going, right. <laughs> are going to be, <laughs> right. Uh, but the opportunity is there if, if you work it and, and do it. And that Absolutely. seems like what charting careers is really doing.
2: Absolutely. And I think one of our college students said it best. Um, she just said, you know, I didn't realize I deserved this until I had a mentor who helped me see that I deserved to be able to go to college. I deserved to have a really good job. And so I think it is just having somebody who can help you glimpse the future for yourself and kind of glimpse what's possible can really be transformational.
1: That's incredibly sad. It's a very powerful statement, but it's mm-hmm. incredibly sad that any child doesn't feel that they deserve anything that they want. I mean, they may not always get it. Yeah. I, mean, right. <laughs> I mean, Rolling Stones wrote a right. song about that. But, yep. you know.
2: but there's so much, there is a lot of trauma and there's a lot of tough stuff that very young people are having to go through in our community.
1: Okay. Well, I, I just look at, you know, I've, I've said to my girlfriend hundreds of times, mm-hmm. thank God I'm not a kid growing up in I today's know. world. And yeah. I, you know, just the additional, I mean, at the end of the day, I'd run and I'd throw my books on my bed, get on my bike, and I'd be gone until some somebody's mother yelled at me to get yep. home for dinner. Right. Uh, it wasn't carding off, oh, we're playing this sport or, oh, we're playing that sport or the tutoring. We didn't. It seemed a simpler life. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's better or worse, mm-hmm. um, but it is what it Difference, is. And we do yep. need to support our youth because, I mean, our youth really is going to define who our community is. Yep. As we move forward in the world,
2: absolutely, and they need they need lots of opportunities to explore, and they need people who believe in them. And I'm really hoping that they that we you know there's not middle school sports right now where I grew up. You had competitive middle school sports, and I'm really hoping that we bring back a lot more activities for kids. And um and and we need mentors. So I know mean, within charting careers, the more tutors and mentors we have, the more kids we can support.
1: What's okay? The mentors that we talked about, and you briefly touched base that the that was a little bit above the pay grade for a volunteer right. uh, to jump in and to coordinate with a family. How do we volunteer? What do you need? And, and what are the qualifications?
2: Absolutely. Well, we mostly just need interested people who are willing to be good listeners. And so with our elementary school students, we need people to come to the after school program and really just play and interact with the young people, as well as spend some time reading. Um, and then with the middle schoolers, we start mentoring relationships insight at the after school program to build trust and comfort and then once a relationship is really taken off then they can start to do things together in the community Um, and so most of our volunteer positions are about an hour a week and we do train and we provide a lot of support so that you feel confident in that role.
1: Pretty, in an it's pretty hour simple, there's not a not a whole lot yeah. and what an impact you you can make in an hour a week.
2: Absolutely.
1: Right. What does it look like for college students? I mean you to college students and into yes. careers and in adulthood yep. and I mean it seems like you have a curriculum for the the primary school, if you will. Yep. But beyond that it's a little I mean, I imagine you're when somebody does get into college you're sort of casting them off. <laughs>
2: We have 15 students. All of our seniors have graduated from high school, and so we have 15 who've graduated. All of them have either started or um, are almost finished with college. Some of them are really thriving, and some of them are are struggling. And so, um, but we do provide support and connection the whole way through. So we give scholarships to our seniors and our college students, and work to help provide them with other scholarship opportunities and other internships and resources. And so. Um, We connect, you know, I was talking to two different of our (laughs) college students just today, trying to help support them.
1: You know, that's one thing is sort of a little bit of a misnomer. I mean, there is if any student wants to go to college, uh, there will be a way to do it. And mm-hmm. I know I had three kids and people were going, oh my gosh, how the heck are you going to afford college? Right. I'm not going to say it wasn't a struggle, right. uh, but we figured a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to go to college. They went and they they hunted down things. Um, we've got the Maryland Higher Education Commission, mm-hmm. which every year, I can't remember what the prior secretary told me, but every year there's about $30 million mm-hmm. that's just not claimed. Right, And it's it's a matter of seeing. Yes, send me the check.
2: Right, (laughs) Um, yeah.
1: You know, but there are so many different opportunities to find ways to to do it. So, I mean, even if students are living in public or subsidized housing, the cost of going to school shouldn't be...
2: It is. It's hard to navigate all of it, though. The understanding how the system works and all the different applications for all the different scholarships and timing that if you're under duress or your family's under duress. And so, you know, this summer we had a student whose family was facing some housing insecurity. And so she just, you know, there are some deadlines that got missed. And it worked out. And she's now at school and doing well. But it is you need support it's hard to, if you're a first generation student in particular and you don't know all of the logistics of it it's very challenging so the more people we can have helping the better
1: Absol- absolutely absolutely yep. there well i'll tell you, you know as far as success i mean you're saying you're you've got a huge graduation rate mm-hmm. uh better than this better than the high school better mm-hmm. than the school district <laughs> and you've got kids that are matriculated in college i'm sure there's in, in careers i mean that's got to really feel good for you and your staff when you see it that. I mean, that's, that's, that's the proof.
2: It absolutely does. I think there's nothing that gives me more joy in our staff, joy than seeing our kids off at school and happy and thriving. And um, I can't wait. We're not old enough yet to have students who have graduated yet from college, but we're about to be there. And to get to see those young people kind of becoming who they're meant to be and following their path for themselves is really exciting. Where are they going? We have one at Elmira College. We Up have in New York? Yep. Okay. One at Towson two at UMBC and the rest at Community College.
1: I don't know what Elmire is, so you got you got some tigers, you got some retrievers. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. I forget I should know what the mascot is. I'll have to look that
1: And that's a really a sort of a good example, okay? I mean we've got Towson which is a state. Yep. You know, it's it's, it's a public college. Yep. Uh UNBC as well. mm mm-hmm. uh, is a private university, yep. university or college. I'm not sure which it is yep. but at this point, but it's it's a very well respected yep. thing. So I mean, obviously that speaks to what you and your team are doing.
2: Thank you know, you. day, yeah, in, day and day and it's very in exciting. Matter.
1: How do we become involved with Charting Careers? First of all, the website is chartingcareers.org, which is really pretty simple. How do we become involved in that? I mean, if we want to mentor, if we want to volunteer, um, and, and I'm sure that we can like go online and just throw money at you, right?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> we will take it. We're still fundraising <laughs> for this current programming year, so we absolutely would take donations. Um, on our website, there's a section that says get involved, and then it lists a bunch of different ways. So we need mentors, we need tutors, we need volunteer drivers. So you know, Really? Our,
1: you have, so me, like the dumbest clod in the world. No. Can <laughs> Yeah. It, but I can drive.
2: Yes, absolutely. So we have a student that we've been taking to therapy on Friday at nights. And so it's right now it's been staffed with some volunteer rotations, driving her. Um, but we have students, another student who needed to get to cheerleading practice. And so transportation can be such a barrier in our community. And so just having trusted volunteer drivers who we have thoroughly background checked, fingerprinted, mm-hmm. all of that is a huge help to families. Um, so. yeah,
1: no, I, I imagine, I know I coached little league actually right here in this park at, oh, one, really? point, at one point. And, yeah. uh, one time we would have five or six people missing. Yep. Uh, and it was a transportation issue. Yep. And uh, my and my other coach's ego wouldn't allow us to forfeit a game because we didn't have it. So we'd be screaming up for us, drive, right. to go pick up some right. kids and go get your butt in the car. Right. We're, going to, we're going to play baseball <laughs> right. today. yes. But you do have a newsletter which keeps you up on time. We so do. you can sign up for that.
2: Absolutely, on our website. Yep.
1: Um, donate, volunteer. Mm-hmm. And... Also, you guys are the beneficiary of the Rotary's yes. Black Tie and Diamonds event yes. in the spring.
2: Yes, March 9th. We are excited, and um, people can donate silent auction items, buy tickets, they can buy tables, or they can sponsor. Um, right. So we'd love to have you there.
1: And that's an Annapolis Rotary. That's their one of their annual fundraisers, yep. and it's uh, I think it's the Graduate Hotel Correct. this year, as yep. opposed to I think they've been at the Westin and the. Yeah.
2: It should be fun with dancing and.
1: Absolutely are. Well, I think you guys are doing just some incredible work. I mean, I didn't realize that you were working with as many students and your tentacles, if you will, are all over the community. I didn't quite realize that that was that. And it's refreshing to know that you're working hands-on, one-on-one with some students, but there's some others that you can just you know sort of scooch along
2: exactly because <laughs> not everybody needs as intensive of support there's some kids who really do need that full wraparound and there's other kids who just need to see a couple different professionals who look like them to kind of plant that seed and then they might need um, a little bit of scholarship help later
1: so. that's the easiest thing i think the the core is really to believe in yourself Yeah. and i think the charting careers is really instilling that confidence in students to say you know i i can do this and Uh, And I also don't want to harp on going to college because, I mean, that's certainly not uh, necessarily the end goal for everybody.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Uh,
1: There's plenty of, you know, trade careers, there's military, there's any number of different routes that you can go. And that always frustrated me with the kids when they got into, like, ninth grade. They said, okay, so what do you think about majoring in college? And I'm like, what happened to, like, taking two years of general studies in college and then, like, at the end of your sophomore year in college saying what you're going to major in? All right. So, what turns you on so much about your job? What makes you get up in the morning and go? I have the best job in the world
2: because I get to work with such amazing young people and parents and and staff. And I feel like we're helping make the world. I know it sounds cheesy, but I really do feel like we're helping make the world a better place. And seeing when it, when a young person gets to grow and a family gets to get to to meet their goals, there's nothing more thrilling for me. And so,
1: it really is. Yeah. And you know, as you see a child go from second or from third grade to fourth to fifth to middle school kicking butt in high school
2: exactly and
1: and beyond is got to be incredible
2: yeah and seeing also some of our parents who we started off with who just really were struggling who just needed somebody who believed in them to kind of support that family relationship with their child that too is beautiful because then that young person's getting to see their parent doing better which then motivates them to do better so um agreed and that's why I love, too, all of the partners in, that we have in the community because the library is doing a great career night coming up just focused on the trades and also seeing that the workforce development also has different career days. So a lot of what we're doing is just bringing our students, our, who we call our scholars, to the events that our community partners are already offering.
1: And a lot of things is I think that a lot of the underserved communities, as you said, you know, finding and navigating through college applications and stuff like that, don't know the resources that are available. Yeah. Uh, they're so deep. I mean, I've talked to so many. You know, people will email me all the time, stuff like that. There'll be a senior like, "Oh, how you know, my mother can't get to the doctor's appointment because she fell and broke." You know, we we've got a number for that. Right. Uh, the library. I mean, Skip is just they're kicking amazing. ass and taking names. They are names. doing
2: such a great job. <laughs> uh, you know, yep.
1: I mean, if if you don't have internet, you can get a free library card and go yep. get a, a Wi-Fi hotspot right. to check out. Yep. Um, to work on a, on a and project. And they support
2: our program, and we can bring our after-school program there whenever we want, and they'll design activities where else, help give us books. Um, they are fantastic partners. Yeah, the
1: library, and, and again, as you said, you I mean, you're working with Stare and, and everybody else that's yep. really working toward a common goal, and yeah. you know, as I said that, you know, we look at a community, and I mean, the face of a community, uh, it changes over the years, but uh, the little ones that are around today are, are going to be the face of the community tomorrow. And uh, I can't think of a better investment than those guys. Um, if nothing else, they're the ones that are going to be uh, you know, buying my diapers in a couple right.
2: years. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? Yep. <laughs> um,
1: and right. that's really what it's all about What the yes. community. I mean, I, I do love Annapolis and Anne Arundel County and that they have really, you know, when the going gets tough, they do step up. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And um, I appreciate everything that you've done and your team has done. And I can't wait. I want to do check back and find out what happens after college for some of your graduates. Sounds so great. I would love that. To see where, where they go to the places. There's, there's a kid's book about that. Oh, the places. Oh, you'll go. go. Yeah. Something yeah. or <laughs> yeah. Dr. Yep. Seuss, maybe. Yep. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> it's been a while. But Erin, thank you so much for your time for today. Again, me. I encourage everybody, chartingcareers.org. Find out what it's all about. If you have an hour to spend a week, uh, that's not much. And it, if you're not a good reader yourself, Drive somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's plenty of ways to volunteer, and if if you've got a couple dollars to spare, you can certainly give it. It'll go to some cost scholarships for people that yes, are moving yep. on, and uh, you know, check out the uh, Black Tie and Diamonds come March at the uh, at the Graduate Hotel with the Rotary. But thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's local business spotlight. Please make sure to visit net for all your local news, events, and opinion.